And the show started. Steed is drinking water. Water uh, to chase down some vodka. Okay. <laughs> so, you know, in my health quest, yes, I, I found that you know, I, I like to have maybe a drink or two um, sometimes, but I can't be drinking like beer with all those calories and all that yeast in there. Yeah, it's true. That's how you get a yeast infection. So I drink my vodka, which kills infections because it's alcohol. Oh. And I don't want the calories of like a chaser or Runs a mixer. Are... Yeah. So I just have a separate cup of water. Oh, water down. Okay. <laughs> Well, I, it's water then vodka. I have two cups. And, okay. Yeah, I and I, I don't even taste it anymore. I can't okay. tell the difference. Very Russian of you, Steve. Yeah, I'm a man. I'm a man's man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I do have friends that do that with like you know a whiskey or something, but I don't know many people that do that with the vodka. I I do it with a bourbon whiskey. Okay. I like the bourbon. I don't know why. I think it's because bourbon seems higher class. It does seem higher class. I would agree. Like if uh, you're going to the Kentucky Derby, the top row skybox people drink bourbon, the ground trash in their mud and dirty sweaters. I actually, they drink no. whiskey. So bourbon like basically can only be made in Kentucky technically. Yeah. And for the longest time, I thought that bourbon could only be made in Europe. <laughs> no. Or no, I That's thought a... it was like Canadian or something. Oh yeah. So it's uh Champagne has that thing, right? Where it can only technically be Champagne if it's made in the Champagne region of France, right? Yeah. Very elitist. Yeah. That's why I don't drink sparkling wine ever. Because it's not official, yeah. Exactly. I I read the bottles. The sommelier brings it over to my table and I yeah. say, May I inspect please? And he'll hand it to me gracefully. And then I read the label and I will dump it on the ground in front of him. Yes. If it does not say Champagne Région. Very classy of you. Very classy. I just cursed. Uh, if anybody speaks French, I just said a bad word in French. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> I won't even blur it out because people need to understand. They need to be educated. Steed, yep. I think a classy thing to do uh, sometimes if you ever get a bottle of wine for a table, they'll have you like take a little sip. Oh yeah, the next classy move you do: take a sip and spit it back out into the into the glass. Oh, it just seems classy. And then demand another. <laughs> oh no, no, they just do it as a taste test, and you say, "Yeah, this is fine." <laughs> well, uh, so instead I of think... instead of just sipping it and drinking it, it's like, "Oh yeah, this is good. We'll take this bottle." 
take the sip and just spit it back into the cup and say, spit yeah, it's good. Back in. So normally he'll just fill up more into the same cup once you approve it. Now you want a new cup. You're not going to drink out of the same cup you just spit into. The taste New cup, cup please. You don't know yeah. where that cup came from. You Exactly. Oh, uh, yeah. yeah. That's a that's a cool guy move. You I don't do, know how long I, it's been sitting on the table. They might have had like dust get in it. That's a show yeah. cup. That's a show cup. Yeah. Yeah. So then you're you, gonna want a, a real cup from a fresh one. You from, could demand a finer cup. Yes. Give me your give me a nicer cup for this. Your finest cup. This cup, <laughs> this wine deserves a finer cup. Yes. And that's why you spit it back. Yeah. Because the cup I, wasn't nice enough. I actually really like um, being the wine guy. Oh if yeah! Like if you're with a group and you order a bottle of wine, I like to be the guy that orders the bottle, and then the guy brings it, and everyone's like, "Oh shit, what's going on here?" Like they don't know how to approve yeah. the wine or not. Yeah, I know how to approve the wine. You know, I do some, I do some swirl, I do a little smell, all nonchalant. Like I've, I've yes. been here, and I, yeah. you know, that's the key thing. You got to be confident when you're doing the wine thing. Yeah, and no matter what, you just accept it. Well, and that's why I'm saying if you spit if you spit it back, that seems like even more of a confidence move, right? Nobody would do that if they were like an amateur wine drinker. Ah, the sommelier might know. <laughs> <laughs> what are they gonna do? They're not gonna yeah, rat exactly. you out. If they rat you out, that's bad customer service. Yeah, you go. There goes your tip. Yeah, <laughs> there goes your exactly. tip, pal. Yeah, Steve, you're right about the confidence thing because my brother is the one that always does that when I'm out to dinner with him. He always tries it, and, and but he knows nothing about wine. Like he doesn't know anything more than I do. Well, I, I don't know anything <laughs> about wine. I just know a very simple procedure to do when a guy brings you a bottle and yeah. a glass, and you just do that, and you go, mm, "This will do." Or yes. sometimes a nod suffices, and then bam, everyone at the table. Sometimes they clap. They go, "Oh, Ooh. what a show! What a show!" Yes. <laughs> Well-deserved, well-deserved show, well-deserved show. Uh, Steed, you were talking about uh, drinks, your vodka drinks. I actually have a drink right here. Uh, there we go. Um, You're drinking milk? It's an eggnog white Russian. You and your eggnog. So I was actually going to do a little segment here on eggnog. Uh, what are other purposes you could do with eggnog? There's because no other purpose. What is my what problem? Here's a, can I tell you, here's a real issue I'm running into. And you I'm have actually, too much eggnog. Sleeping. I have a lot of eggnog. And I, I know you. Out, I, don't I just know wanna... you're the guy that gets eggnog. <laughs> That's me. I get it the second I can see it. Here's the two times a year you can get it. Christmas time and for some reason around Easter. It makes no sense. They'll I could do, do, a, do some they'll Easter do a short, nog. They'll do a short run of Easter nog. Uh, Dean's usually yeah. does it. So anyway, uh, if for those just going to the store, I prefer a Southern Comfort eggnog. It doesn't have to have alcohol. It doesn't usually have alcohol in it. The one you buy, uh, but I decided what are some other things you can do with eggnog. So I tried some things. One thing, Steve, I've been doing is uh, like a tea. You get tea, and instead of like milk. adding a, a honey or milk, I just add yeah, eggnog you to add it. Add eggnog. So I've been doing that. Uh, now I have this eggnog white Russian, which is vodka, glue, and eggnog, and then I grated some nutmeg over the top. How is it? Delicious. You think it's that's better? I you like think that's better than vodka chased with water. It's a, it would be a close tie. Tell you what, I'll go fill a glass up with vodka. You fill a glass up with that, and we'll see who can drink theirs faster. No, no, I don't want. To, I don't want to down this. I did actually have. I'm sure I've talked about this on the show before. In uh, college, there was a party where a college party where eggnog was basically the drink of like everybody 
was drinking eggnog with alcohol. And I had like four or five glasses with like Southern Comfort in it. And it was the most sick I'd ever felt in my life. Like it was like just, just terrible feeling. Yeah. It's eggnog. So here's some other things you can do. I mentioned that I mentioned the tea. I mentioned the alcohol. Coffee instead of creamer. Uh, I can see that. If yeah. you're making, so I'm assuming all of these are like an Irish version of it where it's like got alcohol. Are you talking non? I'm talking about just regular. You buy it from the store. Your grandma had an extra bottle for you. She was like, you don't know what to do with this. And you're like, I don't really like drinking it that much. I'm going to do some alternatives. Or maybe you just don't want to drink it straight up. Here's some alternatives, right? Okay. So I'm Coffee. I'm I'm going to go through these with a shot of whiskey in each one. Okay. Okay. Double Assume shot. They have double a shot, shot of whiskey. Yeah. Coffee. Okay. That sounds great, actually. Yeah. Coffee, eggnog. Uh, sweet potatoes. Instead of mixing it with like a cream, mix it with an eggnog. Ooh. No. I'm out. Okay. You're out on that. <laughs> Oatmeal. I'm big out. What about oatmeal? I've never been in on oatmeal except for the dinosaur oatmeal. Okay, Steve, <laughs> we've never talked about this separately, but that's the only oatmeal I ever eat. That's the only oatmeal anyone eats, the eggs hatch. <laughs> the eggs hatch. Here's the thing, though. Here's the trick with the eggs hatching. Here's what I like to do. I would like to have the water heated up just enough. And I would, in reality, what probably happened is I probably got mad at my mom if she didn't do it this way. Yeah. Um, but I liked the water to just be warm enough where they would start to slightly melt. And then I would eat the eggs while they still had a, while the dinosaur still crunch. had a little bit of the egg on them. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But I wouldn't like them fully just unhatched, you know, unhatched. I wouldn't want the full raw egg, almost like a soft boiled yeah. <laughs> dinosaur I, I would, egg, if you will. I would like to let them melt. Yeah. And then I would see the dinosaur in the, like the puddle of color. Yes. And then I would eat it. But okay, I want so you wouldn't stir it. So you wouldn't stir it. You would I am not it. a I'm not a dinosaur egg stirrer. I like okay. to you know discover like I'm excavating the eggs out of the oatmeal. Okay, so I'm on the same page with you. Ninety percent of the time, the only oatmeal I eat is the dinosaur egg oatmeal, which is not very often because I just don't. <laughs> I, I, I feel don't, like me buying it I, at this stage. I haven't bought it. I haven't eaten oatmeal and eat a decade. A decade. Mine's probably been, yet. Mine's probably two or three years. It's been a while. I'll refuse it if people offer. <laughs> okay. What about French toast? Another breakfast thing you could mix instead of mixing the eggs with the cream, mix it with the eggnog. I've done that before. It's good. I could, I'd be open to that. But okay. again, I'm not a big French toast guy because um, I had a really good French toast one time. Yeah. And I'll never be able to, I don't remember where it's wow. from. It might have been even in a dream. To the point where there's no point of trying to replicate the that flavor. Is, yeah. But like, I don't like French toast. Okay. Well, here's the thing. If you're basing future decisions of your life based on potential dreams and not being able to meet that well, expectation, no, I'm you're going to be sure. disappointed for a I'm while. I'm pretty sure that it was real French toast, okay. this one I had. It could have been a, like IHOP, like an IHOP special. Okay. That might be able to, you could replicate that probably. Well, I haven't been to IHOP. I've been to like nice breakfast restaurants. I used to live next to one called Nash and I ordered there. I think it was Tre Leche French yeah, toast. Yeah, Tre Leche, yeah. And I was so appalled by mm. the French toast that I never went back to a restaurant that was outside my door. Because it was just not good. <clears throat> yeah. I was so pissed. Uh, we made one, me and the guys made one, a bro girl, not too long ago. We did a croissant French toast. So croissant was the bread. Ah. That was good. That was, I, 
could see that. Here's are two more little controversial that I thought of. <clears throat> One is cereal. <laughs> so instead of uh, controversial, instead of the milk, it would be a very thick spoonful. But you <laughs> could technically substitute milk or eggnog for milk in cereal. That is probably worse than the sweet potatoes. I was thinking like a cinnamon toast crunch because eggnog already kind of has oh. a cinnamon flavor to it. If you did like half eggnog, uh, no, I'm done. I'm out. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Last one here. Baby bottle. You want a you want a holiday baby? Fuck those kids. Switch out the milk eggnog. Babies have a little so, more Christmas cheer. If they're sitting there drinking like breast milk. Or like, you yeah. know, formula. They want a little you gotta jazz it up from time to time. That's um, what I'm saying. This yeah, this goes back to the au pair that I wanted to get for a child's first birthday. Yes. The wet nurse. Yeah. Um but instead of that, yeah, you could just use eggnog. Maybe they'll poop weird for a day, but they're they're probably not gonna die. Like if your kid dies from eating eggnog, probably get a new kid. At that point, start. That's a Grinch over. kid. That's a Grinch kid. He's not. He's not good for society. Yeah, he, he, he might be the Antichrist. Yeah, I agree. You can come on, substitute some eggnog, bring some holiday cheer. So yeah, he'll be. Happy there's my there's my options for those that are in a similar boat as me, where they don't know what to do with this large Costco quantity of eggnog they've bought, and they want to find alternatives. There Pretty much, I'll only recommend coffee. I'm only standing by that one. Okay. All right. All right. That's fair. What's something you want to get to here, Steve? Okay. Um, well, later I get a steed science. Oh, uh oh. Um, but I was proposed to be Santa Claus. <laughs> okay. From who? My sister. Okay. Your sister who has Lydia Gaga. She yes. has a baby. She has two babies. She has a baby. Two boo, two babies. And one baby. Her name's Lola. She's very advanced. She she can speak. Okay. And such. And she okay. said, anybody want to dress up as Santa to make Lola's Christmas dreams come true? And okay. I'm like, hell yeah. Okay, so you weren't specifically asked. You were asked in a group text. I said, yeah. And then my other sister said she was going to buy the costume because she okay. wants to see me as santa she said pale that's what they call me they belittle me in these group chats they call me pale pale is and it doesn't have to do with your skin tone this is just instead of paul like basically removing they the call U. me pale p-a-i-l like a bucket okay it's horse okay. shit yeah it's demeaning i agree anyways i have an opportunity I can either, you know, get some good photos, you know, make this kid happy. Sure. Or I could ruin Christmas for maybe the next 10 years. Wow. As in, well, explain what would the, well, how would you do it? How do you do it? I bring coal. Oh, man. I bring a sack full of coal. I sw- I sneak into their house at night after they lay out the presents. So they sneak yeah. out, lay out the presents. I sneak in, switch them all out with coal. Mm. Okay, I did the coal thing to my little cousins four or five years ago. I've talked about this on the show. Yeah, and they opened up and started crying. Well, they didn't appreciate the 
market value of coal. Now, like, some of the parents were laughing. Uh, some of the parents were not laughing. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. When they're a little older, they're for sure getting a thing of coal. Oh, yeah. It's yeah, so yeah. funny. Or beans. I actually will be giving her a can of beans this year. Just nice, I like a like a baked bean or just like a pint like what are you thinking? So Garbanzo? bush yeah, bushes baked beans with bacon. Because then you can at least use them. Nobody's using fucking garbanzo. You could give her if you want to be a little more cultural, uh, you could give her the British baked beans. The British have a little more it's more of a ketchup y based baked bean instead of a no. barbecue based oh, baked bean. No. Just True. what they use in their breakfast. Yeah, Brit, uh, English England sucks. Bangers and okay. mash is bangers and mash and fish and chips. Only British foods that should be made. I like a I like an English breakfast. What is that? Bangers and mash. It's uh, runny, like an egg. runny ass. <laughs> Everything's running all over. There's it's just liquid. <laughs> it's egg. So it's usually egg, uh, some sort of sausage, a bacon, uh, a, 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 pile a tomato, of a half of a tomato that's usually oh, fried. Yeah. Of course, uh, we're just gonna eat that whole, whole, and then the baked beans and toast. That's I mean, I might be missing one or two things. It might be off by one or two, but like that's basic. That's essentially what it is. Uh, <laughs> that's disgusting. Meat and potatoes and eggs in a skillet. That's America. All right, there we invented that. Okay, okay. So we won't, we'll just do traditional bushes baked beans. Okay, Lola gets it. Anyways, I want to do some crazy Santa stuff. Maybe I do. So I've never done a backflip before, but I think it would be pretty cool <laughs> if Santa walks in the door. Like maybe some ACDC's playing or something. Yes. And then I do a sick backflip. I'm on the same page. I feel like if you're ever going to do a time, like have it while your sister's recording, hey, Santa's coming in. And then Santa, you do the backflip. And then she's like, Lola's like, yeah, and I got and so my if you, sack. And my if you beard. land it, it looks awesome. And if you mess uh, up, then you've got a cool video of it. I'm not going to mess it up. Oh, it's step on a box, so I get a little extra Can, height. Have you done one on a trampoline? Um. Okay, let me think. I've never done one on a trampoline, but... Either have I. So. <laughs> I've, done, I've done a front... Maybe I should do a front flip, because I got the motion down. I actually have... I can't backflip. I forgot. I tried to backflip two times. Rupture my ear, separate eardrums on each of the attempts. Is this back. in the water? Yeah, I landed on my ear two times. So I've heard that back flipping is easier than front flipping. It's just scarier. No, I I can I can front flip. You can all front day. flip on the ground. I don't think a lot of people can do that. If I had a ledge to do. Okay. Like if I had a ledge. Does so she, maybe I'll get, the the I'll get on the hood of a car. I'll get on the hood. Okay, whose car? You gotta anybody's car. It doesn't matter. It's you can uh, you can dent the car. You can dent the. I'm hood. not gonna dent the. I'm, I'll go on the roof. Okay, there we go. Jump off Which the roof. Front flip. Yeah. Because then, like I've done front flips off. You've seen me do a front flip off the boat. Yeah, I've seen it off a boat. Yeah. Yeah, it was That's perfect. True. That it was perfect. It's better to have a water landing though than just well, like no, because the I'll have more height. Hmm. So I'll have more time to be able to complete the rotation. Okay. Land right on my and you're feet. in this. But here's the thing you have to worry about doing the front Santa flip. Suit. You could lose the Santa hat, so you're going to make sure that's secured down. Oh yeah, that's that would be bad. The last thing you'd want is for the hat to come off and then realize that you don't have big bushy white hair underneath your hat. I don't have much hair at all. 
So what if what if she, um, Lola then thought that I was Santa, like it was all a disguise, and I I'm like Santa. She would be oh, really just, nice to me. That you look that you're Santa the way you look now. No, no, like I'm secretly Santa Claus. Like that's my job. Oh, okay. So like, like you, you know, weekdays nine to five. Yeah. I'm I'm just me. But then Christmas time comes around. I'm Santa. And then she'd go to school and be telling all her friends, like, yeah, I know like her I'm uncle, Santa. Her uncle Santa. My uncle. Yeah. I I like the concept. I think it might be a little advanced for her. I think maybe maybe a year or two away still from understanding the concept of that. I feel like So you're yeah, saying I, practice a front flip and then don't do it this year? I think I think if you're gonna do a front flip, just have a strap for your hat. I think that's the main thing. That's where I'm going with this whole thing. I'm going to just have like a little strap for your hat so it doesn't fly off your head. And be prepared to have somebody with a backup costume in case you get hurt doing your front flip. Well, the costume's not going to get ruined. Yeah, but you don't want to have to change in front of her. If you're if you're if you're paralyzed, if you're paralyzed on the front lawn because you're in the front line, she just did a front flip and landed on your head. You're gonna need. You don't want to have somebody rip off the costume and try it on like while she's standing there crying. Like you need to have somebody back up and say that wasn't actually Santa. That was some jokester. This is Santa behind. You know you don't. Okay, okay, a full backup Santa. Yeah, a full backup Santa. That's what I'm saying. Okay, all right, all right. Somebody that like an understudy, like an understudy in a play. Okay, they can jump in. Yeah, I okay. Worst case scenario, I land on my back and I, I'm like stunned, but I'm not landing on my head. I can clear my head. Okay. Okay, then we're okay. Right, we're <laughs> we're, gonna, we're I'm, I'm, in, I'm doing it. I'm doing. Okay, I think you should do it. Yes, the answer is yes to it. Okay, perfect. Okay, I'll keep it on the uh, the th- the Christmas theme here. We might have talked about some of these in the past, but I wanted to go over some interesting uh, Christmas celebrations throughout the world. Oh. So there's one called Kaga Tio. Oh, Kaga Tio. Okay, so Kaga Tio is a uh, is oh. this from Spain and Catalonia. All right, burn it, burn down it's Spain. A, it's a hollowed log with a smile on the face um, that is fed. And then it's it's basically taken care of by the children by being fed, and then it poops out uh, small gifts and can- candies. Ugh. A little disturbing. I it literally it's just Spain. like a log with. A I face now hate it. Spain. Okay. I is Barcelona in Spain? Yes. That's all they had going for them. They're done. They're I'm okay. out. I'm Team Portugal now. So you would not. Like us to start celebrating this. I would I would take that piece of lumber, that log, and I'd put it on the fire. Well, you're gonna Instant. love that for one of our future ones coming up here, Steve. Oh God. Uh, Why are they beating it? The children are beating it with a stick. Yeah, I don't I don't understand that. Uh then so that's a weird one. I think yeah, it seems like they're the beating part is interesting. They're, this they're kid, beating, a lot of kids have these beating the log with the stick. <laughs> Why do they beat it? So it poops out the gifts. He had to hurry up, poop out this kid's feeding it. Look at this kid loves that it. Gives, gives it a little... That one is ridiculous. It looks like a little dog. This one is just like full log. I mean, this is like this is probably three feet long. It does look like a dog. So it's got a red, big red hat on and a stupid smiley face. And then it's got a bunch of carrots and cabbage and like sausage below it. Some kid is clearly trying to feed this log. Uh and yeah, apparently later it'll poop out. And then here's a bunch of kids that look like they're just beating up on a 
Yeah, they're hitting it with sticks. <laughs> I'm not even going to look for the explanation. I'm just going to leave that up to people's imagination for why they do that. Yeah. Uh, next one, I'm pretty sure you're familiar with, Steve, because there's a movie about it, but it's called uh, Krampenschnacht. The Krampenschnacht. Oh, or Krampus. Uh, Krampus. I know about so, Krampus because of the office. Exactly. So Krampus punishes uh, misbehaving children. Krampus night, which is usually uh, December 5th, or also known as Krampusnacht. People dress well, up as Krampus and participate in parades and festivities. That was yesterday as we're recording this a couple days before. Uh, okay, new plan. Are, it'll be like it's a week before. As people new plan. Instead of front flipping a Santa, I dress up as this horrid monster. I mean, Krampus is scary as, as hell. I mean, Krampus this is, this is, is scary. This is this is very opposite of of uh, I would say a Hallmark Christmas movie. If you look at the actual pictures here, I mean, Krampus is just a long tongue. It's He's essentially got the devil like a, with fur. A devil with fur that eats looks like he eats kids. Oh, oh for, I would like to sure see a good. Kids. I'd like to see a good Santa uh, Krampus showdown. Yes. Yeah. Oh, I'd love to. See. You know, it'd be great. Um, that movie was Violent Night was very good. Uh, Christmas movie that came out last year. Where Santa is an old like Viking that uh, saves this family. For... Did you see this movie, Steve? I did. Direct... No, no, I I remember it though. I remember. Okay, it, like... so yeah, it was directed by the same guy that directed uh, John Wick, I believe. And uh, yeah, he basically saves this. You know, the whole concept is it's basically like Home Alone meets John Wick. Uh, but I would love to see that <laughs> Santa fight one of the Krampuses. Would be great. We could write that screenplay. Yes, and so Austria this is kind of in Austria and kind of like northern Nordic countries. Okay, the next is the uh, Yule Lads, Searstead. Yule Lads. They kind of look like the Seven Dwarves. Uh, but they are mischievous trolls. And they each have a specific characteristic. And it's said that visit the children in the 13 days leading to Christmas. And they leave gifts or potatoes, oh. depending on the, the people's behavior. So I'll go through the Sign different... Sign me uh, up. Wait, are potatoes be for being good? I... Well, that's it. Actually, I, must it seems like it might be bad. I'll take so, a sack of potatoes any day. Okay, so here's some of the different guys here. There's uh, Sheep Coat Lot, who uh, he's stiff peg legs. Okay, there's one guy that steals milk. That's Gully Gawk. Gully Gawk. And then there's uh, Stubby, who is abnormally sh short and steals pans to eat crust on them. I don't know what that means. Uh, there's a spoon liquor. Spoon liquor. Who literally no. just looks, these are interesting things. Steals leftovers from pots. There's pot liquor. Oh, God. Bowl liquor. A lot of licking, guys. Uh, he waits for somebody to put down a bowl and then, yeah, licks it. Uh, there's a guy that likes to slam the doors, especially at night. That's door slammer. <laughs> there's sky gobbler who will. <laughs> what is sky gobbler? What, his affinity for sky or. S-K-Y-R, which I think looks like yogurt to me. There's Sausage Swiper. That seems a little sounds like uh Sounds a little molesty. From some, uh, yeah, homo, homoerotic a little bit. But uh, he would hide in the rafters and snatch sausages that were being smoked. So you can't leave your sausages out. That is a pretty common issue. <laughs> yeah, I, I do that all the oh, time. Oh, God. Then there's a Window Peeper. Window Peeper like... and Sausage Swiper work together. They're a team. Oh, for sure. This guy's just a creeper. A voyeur who would look through your windows in search of things to steal. I mean, he's probably... Like your virginity. <laughs> exactly. Uh, then there's Doorway Sniffer. 
That's a large oh, nose. Oh man, it got it started with just guys licking food up after you're done, and now it's just pedophiles. Yeah. Okay, then there's meat hook. He uses a. It's pretty self-explanatory. He just uses a hook to steal meat. <laughs> candle stealer. I mean, this one's. Go ahead and steal my candles. I don't have a lot. I mean, except for you know what, Yankee candles add up. I mean, he gets some expensive yeah, that's candles. Expensive. So I actually don't. This one could be bad. Then there's uh, Gria, the mother of the Yule Lads. Uh, scares the children by misbehaving. She could come and abduct the kids, basically. And then okay. there's uh, Leopoldil, and he's the husband of Gira, but he's not that evil, but he's lazy. Okay, all right. I'm not too worried about him. <laughs> so those are the uh, those are the Yule Lads. Man, the Yule Lads are fucking metal. Okay, then there's uh, the next one. I actually know quite a bit about this. I heard a whole podcast on it. This is uh, KFC in Japan. Do you know anything about this, dude? What? So KFC no, in Japan is a, is a huge... Around, oh, yes. On Christmas, it is a huge meal to get. Like Christmas, Christmas Eve. It's like... So it's kind of like, um, you know, like a stereotypical thing is like Jewish people getting a Chinese food on Christmas. Right? Okay. This is, in, in Japan... They the, get KFC. They get KFC. Oh, that's and, so cool. And so, like, what, what happened... I, I'm going to butcher the story a little bit, but this is roughly what it is. There was a guy that loved, uh, he, he went to America, loved fried chicken, brought it back to Japan, I think in the seventies and he had it and he's like, nobody would eat it. Oh. And, and he's like, you know, for whatever, nobody would try it. And so like he had, um, he had his little like uh, Colonel Sanders and he dressed him up as Santa around Christmas. And then he donated a bunch of food to like a local nun place and gave it all the kids and the kids loved it. And then they kind of, I think kind of escalated and basically it, you know, escalated from there. And he, he found out a way to market it as a Christmas tradition in Japan oh and it kind of God. blew up. And then people started loving KFC during Christmas time in Japan. <laughs> so now crazy. they dress up Colonel Sanders, who definitely doesn't look like the Colonel Sanders back home. But they dress he's him up. Pretty much, he's pretty close. He's pretty close. I mean, he's definitely more Japanese looking than you know Kentucky looking. Oh my god, um, that's a good meal. I I'm going. I'm moving. But uh, yeah, so they that's the big thing they do in Christmas is is KFC in Japan, which wow. I you know I'm all for that. I am one hundred Christmas for dinner, it. just KFC. Here he is. Yeah, so Colonel Sanders, they almost view him as like Santa Claus. There, I do like how the Japanese statues of Colonel Sanders. He's a Japanese man. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. He doesn't look like. <laughs> I mean, that's not the same facial hair. Yeah, it's just so crazy. They like if we took a Japanese food, like I don't know, uh, cucumber soy sauce. If they had a mascot that was a Japanese guy, and then somebody in America just changed it to like Ben they Affleck, gave him a be, cowboy hat and a people and a would be so pissed. I know that's true. That is true. That is true. Uh. But it's interesting. Yeah, you look at the like the logo and stuff, it still looks the same. It's just like the pictures of them outside are different. Okay. The next one up, Steve, you talked about burning uh, that log. Yeah. This is perfect because in Sweden, Sweden, there uh, is uh, the Galvling. The Galvling goat. The Galvling goat. So basically, Galvling goat is a uh, tradition of building. It's a large straw goat for Christmas. It looks so, more like that, some type of terrier. 
It does. To be fair, this is their attempt at a goat. Uh, it's it's huge. It's massive. This is like the size of a three story house. Yeah. And the thing is that somebody people build it, and then there's always this ongoing battle between people trying to keep it preserved and people trying to burn it down. <laughs> oh my god! And this happens like every year. <laughs> oh, what the hell? Other countries are cool. <laughs> So, so they do these things, yeah. Like so that you can see the picture of the one just burned out here, just fully. Yeah, I mean, it just those lights on fire. Do they so ever survive? Know. Oh, this one says giant goat survives. Twenty fourteen. So they do survive sometimes, <laughs> but people are constantly trying. They to have burn. armed guards. So they have like they have like a fence around it, but it's kind of a half-ass fence. Like if they obviously wanted to stop people, they could. But I think that's kind of the fun of it. It looks like. At, I mean, at this point, you could send a drone in. Yeah. You no, know, you're right. Drone bombing. We got to get to the next. Okay, here we go. The first goat. Okay, here's a timeline. <laughs> um, okay, 64% don't make it through the year. <laughs> okay, I thought that number would be a lot higher. Okay, actually. so yeah, it's it's still, he's got a chance. Uh, six hours is, after construction. At, six hours after construction, one of the goats. Oh, oh that's crazy. <laughs> okay. The next thing is this one's not as interesting, but in Venezuela, in uh, Caracas, they have a tradition of roller skating to a uh, church. Okay. Well, are they burning the church down when they get there? Nope. Venezuela's off my travel plans. <laughs> they do. Uh, they said they block off the roads as I see that I see cars driving by on this picture. Yeah, that's um, not very well blocked. <laughs> but they block off the roads uh, so people can roller skate to church in Venezuela. Uh, that's well, Venezuela, I think they're about to like invade another country right now. So we got to cancel them. Okay. We can do that. Here's the last one. This one's interesting. Ooh. <laughs> and I don't know why this started. It's called uh, Noche de Rabanos or the Night of Radishes. Yeah. So they what, carve. What else are you going to use your radish for? I mean, radishes aren't that great. Let's be honest. They suck. And people make these crazy carvings of, out of radishes around Christmas. That's pretty So cool. if you just to describe these pictures, this is kind of like a dragony lizard thing looking. This looks like a lady with a dead person over her. Like there's a dead yeah, person I, laying over her. I don't. Maybe like it's an, Jesus. It like could an be octopus. Jesus. Uh, this looks like a big turkey or a peacock. This is a big turkey. I mean, yeah. these look. These are pretty insane. This is in Mexico. This is way. in Mexico, and people are just making these out of you know radishes. They make little people. They make yeah a bunch of different carvings. It's like carvings. I mean, these are very intricate. It's very impressive <laughs> that they're able yeah, to do this. People are spending a lot of. Apparently, radishes are very uh, malleable. Very. You can shape. Yeah, I think you can, depending on your. It's a cool color too. It's kind of a, you know the red. Uh, oh, <laughs> wow! There you go. Gorgeous. This guy's got a car. I mean, some of the things they make in this are insane looking. If you if you just Google the Night of Radishes or anybody that's listening that's not watching this on YouTube, it's it's pretty wild. The stuff. So, Steve, those are a series of uh, Christmas traditions in other places that people do. All right. Uh... I'll do the. I'm gonna burn some shit. I'll follow that one. Okay. I don't think I'm gonna do any of the others. Yeah, I think my favorite of those is the. I don't like the pooping log. Krampus is too scary. 
I could Krampus. I, I mean, we got to put the fear of God back in this country. That's true. That's true. Like this uh, pickup truck I was driving behind, it had a like a, a window sticker that said fear God. And I was like, I'm, I'm going to just pass you. Then you can fear God. <laughs> you can. I think I do like my favorite. What I think is this is the goat one. I just want to burn something down. Yeah, we'll do that. Yeah, let's burn shit. All right. Any Christmas right. tree Chubstep listeners see any publicly owned Christmas tree, burn that shit down. Uh, <laughs> there you go alright Steve let's get your Steve science everything in this world is made up of matter and those matters behave with each other in certain ways and that students is chemistry different matters behave amongst each other different ways and that children is steed science all right um okay this also starts out with a christmas theme oh man look at this we're just we're just great at podcasting um okay jared i have outside my window or in my window christmas lights for the enjoyment of the citizens right yeah i got a string of christmas lights that everybody can see and sure. they twinkle they so twinkle. do i so do mine you have twinklers yes well get ready for this because i'm going to tell you why the twinklers twinkle okay and then we're going to dive into how light bulbs work <laughs> okay good because it's it's this started as a how do they twinkle and it's a one sentence answer okay <laughs> and then i was like well how do they make lights all right, let's get into it. All right, there's two ways that Christmas lights twinkle. The fancy way, if you're a rich guy and you can afford LED. Minor LED. Okay, so you, LED. so you probably have a controller box. Yes. You do have a controller box. This is a f- sophisticated way. Um, the LEDs need a controller box set up in... There's four different strands typically running through each string of Christmas lights. And the controller box is controlling each of those strands, Mm -hmm. making them twinkle. Now, the old Christmas lights, which are, you know, you got to put like a silly little bulb in them. Yep. Those are all based off of bimetallic strips that are part of the circuit in the Christmas light. So the blinking ones or the flashing ones, not the twinklers, the flashers, you put one bimetallic strip bulb at the beginning. That bimetallic strip, um, when it gets hot, it bends. And then it like breaks the circuit. Okay. So electricity goes, it breaks the circuit. Yep. And then it cools off really fast. And then it redoes the circuit. And then it touches again and it lights the light again yeah. and breaks. And yeah. So lights. it's just wow. on off, on off, on off, on off, on off. Wow. Now the twink, that's the flashers. Yeah. The twinklers have those ones about every five lights. Okay. So it's not just at the very beginning. No. So it's about every five lights. So then the circuit 
is like getting interrupted, but kind of staying. Uh, it's like not, yeah. Or no, it's... sorry, wait. These ones, it shorts the bolt. It's the opposite. I got mixed up. The, okay. This one is a bimetallic strip, but it shorts out the bulb instead of the circuit. So the circuit keeps going, but based on the bulb being shorted out, it affects the amount of electricity going to the next light in the sequence. Okay. So you get the nice twinkle in the ones in between the flashers. If I could show you right now, I'm looking at like once one of my lights is flashing, then I go one, two, three, four five the next one's flashing and the other okay. ones in between are like dimming i see shit. i see it basically like slightly interrupts the electricity going to the other ones in between yes yes so you get some big flashers and then you get some little dim like dimming guy things cool makes a very nice effect so then i was like well how come you know leds and fucking flashers are different so I wanted I looked up how light bulbs worked. So let's go over how the classic filamenty light bulb works first. This is your OG light bulb. Okay. You know Edison. Edison and actually at the same time Edison was making his, some British dickhead, Sir Joseph Swan, was also making the same exact thing in okay. England. The difference is you've heard of Thomas Edison. Yeah. Sir Joseph Swan's light bulb sucked. Okay. Yeah. It it just sucked big time and Edison's was the best. Uh even though like England, you know, don't listen to their light bulb claims. Okay. All right, so so you, <laughs> you got your light bulb. You got your you plug it in. It's got the glass on top. And then the thing in the middle. Yep. The thing in the middle is called filament. A, a filament normally made of tungsten. Tungsten. Okay. And then around it, inside the glass, it's vacuum sealed and it's filled with gases so that the filament doesn't oxidize and disintegrate. Mm, okay. Stay with me here. That filament had oxygen oxygen molecules would attach to it and then it would light on fire. And that yeah. would be bad because the light bulbs heat to about 4,000 degrees. What? Yeah, thank you. What? That's a <laughs> lot of degrees. What do you mean they heat up to 4,000 degrees? Like the filament gets to that hot? Yeah, the filament lights to 4,000 degrees. Wow. Yeah, because it's got to emit visible light. Got it. But you don't you don't feel that for them because it's so thin, it's so tiny. It's not yeah, like it's it tiny. radiates past that. Actually, Jared, the filament is about six and a half feet long. Okay. Coiled. It's, oh, they I coil see. it. Yeah. Isn't that crazy? So you're wow. saying in one light, like a normal light bulb, it's like six and a half feet of wire in there? Yeah, in the filament, which is like an inch. Oh, well, I'm, I'm confused. Oh, you're saying because it just goes back and forth? They twist it up. To me, to me, it feel, oh, it is twisted. All right, sorry, I forgot that it is twisted. I'm thinking of it just a straight line. If you zoom in, if you 
go up really close it's, to it, it is curled up. Yeah. Trust me, it's six and a half feet long. Okay. I, t- I, I did some research. Tungsten, argon gases in the tube. Um, yeah, it's, so it's argon, sometimes xenon, sometimes halogen, sometimes krypton. Okay. Um, whatever. All right. So, how the light bulbs make light? Electricity goes from in one side, and then it heats the wires of the filament because the electrons that are in the electricity, right? These are free electrons, not the other type. These electrons are persecuted. shooting persecuted electron bound. That's the word. Okay. These free electrons are shooting through the wire. And when they're shooting through the wire, they're bumping into the atoms of the filament. This is how electricity works too. Okay. Kind of. So those electrons are just smashing into shit. And then the energy of that impact vibrates the atoms in the filament. And that makes friction and shit. And that's energy. And it heats up the atoms in the filament. Now, once it gets heated, mm-hmm. it moves the electrons of the filament up further away from the atom <laughs> they're rotating. Okay. I know some of these words. Okay. Yep. So stay with me here. Stay with okay, me. Okay, okay. Stay with you. Everybody stay, stay with. Focus, focus. The electrons, electricity electrons... Smash into stuff. Okay, yep. Then the stuff Smash that it smashes pass. into goes, oh, and it gets hey. high. It, it gets further away from the center, but it doesn't want to be further away from the center. So it's going to drop back to the center, and it's got too much energy to drop back to the center. So it's got to release some of that energy, and that energy is released as a photon, and the uh, photon uh... is what makes the light. Photon. <sighs> and that's light. And that's electricity. That's a light bulb. That's how the light bulbs work. Okay. Okay. So, um, there's one thing about infrared. Okay. Most of it's infrared. That's why you got to get them hot enough. You got to get the tungsten hot enough, about 4,000 degrees, to emit visible light. Okay. Because if it's at a higher energy level, then the electrons are further away from the atom, higher energy, higher heat, and they have to fall back a further distance so they release more energy. More photons. Ugh. Wow. God, that was so informative. I don't even yeah. know if I want to go over LEDs. LEDs are the same but fancier. Uh, LEDs do the same thing, except they use semiconductor materials. So they don't need the vacuum. They don't need the filament. You just heat up the semiconductor material and you have it. The semiconductor is in a certain orientation molecularly that lets the electrons move the way they need to move. And then the photons shoot out of holes sometimes or other stuff. It's the same concept. Just I don't fucking know. 
OLED. <laughs> Don't even get me started on OLEDs. Organic okay, we won't LED. get into that. We won't get into that. I'm the not. TVs, I'm, the OLED I'm, TVs. I'm deleting the document <laughs> that I was. You guys learned enough. I learned. Uh, yeah, that's how light bulbs work. I. You know what I. The fun fact of that for me is I had no idea that they had that. I would not have thought the filament was because it, it must just be so thin that it's wrapped so many times. Oh, it's, it, it said it was like a one one hundredth of an inch or something. Oh, my God. So yeah, that makes sense. So six and a half feet, that tiny little. I mean, the whole thing is probably uh, three quarters of an inch. Yeah. And then, they and just, then it's <laughs> but it's just wrapped a million times around there to get six. That's and a half your feet one takeaway. That's my biggest takeaway. Um, Electrons. Electrons. I remember the atom part and electron and the photons. Okay, but I'm saying if I one takeaway because like for me, when I'm going to be looking, I see the filament bulb. I mean, I try to switch to LEDs to save the energy, right? So I mean, yeah, you got. But it. if a traditional bulb, when I'm looking at it, I've seen a you know filament a bunch of times, but I've never looked that close and you seen. You might have to get strands. a magnifying glass, even. Yeah. Now, um, do it while the light bulb's off. That's my okay. Tip. Oh, that's a good tip. That is a good tip because it yeah. can blind you because all the 4,000 degrees. Well, yeah, the electrons and shit. Electrons are bullshit. Okay, that's also a takeaway I got. Electrons are bullshit. Yeah, I think that was that was a good one. Um, That was a good steed science. Yeah, thank you. I Steve. think I actually got that point across. People are going to yes. be like, oh, the electrons make the photons. Yeah. The energy energy not the magnet one still haunts me i think about it probably two times a week how magnets work i actually was thinking about it i was driving my car the other day the other night and i was like fucking son of a bitch magnets and i was just like pissed off that like i couldn't figure out how if you smack two rocks together you get a magnet that's your uh, Roman Empire, Steve. They talked about, you know, there's all those videos going around. How often do you think about the Roman Empire? Your Roman Empire is magnets. You think about magnets every day. If the Romans had magnets, they probably would have. They'd still be around you know, today. Rome would still be here have, today. Yeah, I don't know why Romans. Hey, we're the greatest. Some Visigoths come in and you just crumble. <laughs> what a joke. How they have magnets? What a joke. <laughs> Yeah, if they had they magnets, they could have made rail guns and been launching. That's true, and, and grabbed and all the arrows come, you just magnetized to them. Right? Yeah. Oh, not today, friends. Yeah. Unless they were like yeah. wooden arrows. All <laughs> right, we'll wrap it up there. Uh, email show chubstep.podcast at gmail.com. On YouTube, Chubstep Podcast and YouTube. Don't forget to check out the Chris, uh, Christmas Bros playlist on there. Also, the podcast is on there, obviously. Uh, new episodes every Thursday. Share the episodes if you enjoy the show. Share it with a friend that's looking for a new podcast recommendation. Uh, there you go. Chubstep Podcast every Thursday. The show has ended. Be gone. Now you know you got to go. Peace. This is Yasin.